I've always wondered about certain things, certain ideas surrounding Jesus. Uh, one of which was uh, like a puzzlement to me since I was a little kid, and that was when they say, Jesus freed the world from sin. I mean, I can sin some more, I can sin all I want, and I can do anything I want. <laughs> Boobies! <laughs> Jesus freed me! I can do that. No, I think uh, so what happened eventually was I was in a, a moment of uh, despair, no doubt, you know, questioning everything. I do that from time to time, get a little uh, tumultuous in my head and have a little war, have little adversaries that fight it out. And one day it occurred to me that the adversaries in my head were the only thing keeping me from peace. I started to let them go one by one. I consciously, as they entered my head, went, is this real? Do I even know this person? <laughs> Sometimes you don't. You don't know your adversaries. You've never met them. You create these, these wars. I started to let them go, and I suddenly realized what that statement meant, at least what it means for me, is that he freed the world from sin from his perspective. You know, it, it's up to each one of us to free the world from sin from our point of view. And with that comes freedom. And you got to keep doing it because they keep entering. But, uh, but that was a really... Uh, wonderful kind of transcendent moment for me and uh, it keeps me in a place where you know there's not a gigantic army of people building up at any one time I can let them go as they come and uh, life is a lot more fun this way the meaning of life you want to know what it is just love yourself and be visible no matter what the risk be honest ultimately I believe that suffering leads to salvation in fact it's the only way that uh, we have to somehow accept and not deny, but feel our suffering and feel our losses. And, uh, and then we make one of two decisions. We either decide to go through the gate of resentment, which leads to vengeance, which leads to self-harm, which leads to harm to others, or we go through the gate of forgiveness, which leads to grace. And uh, your being here is an indication that you've made that decision already. You've made the decision to walk through the gate of forgiveness to grace. Just as Christ did on the cross. He suffered terribly and he was broken by it. To the point of doubt, a feeling of absolute abandonment. It's all of you felt. Then there was a decision to be made. And the decision was to look upon the people who were causing that suffering or the situation that was causing that suffering with compassion and with forgiveness. And that's what opens the gates of heaven for all of us. So I wish that for all of you. I wish that for myself. I know that you know, no matter what I've suffered, most of you have suffered worse than that. But that's why I admire you, because you're here. You will have grace because this decision has been made. Now, fear is going to be a player in your life, but you get to decide how much. You can spend your whole life imagining ghosts, worrying about the pathway to the future, but all there will ever be is what's happening here and the decisions we make in this moment, which are based in either love or fear. So many of us choose our path out of fear disguised as practicality. To find real peace, you have to let the armor go. Your need for acceptance can make you invisible in this world.
My soul is not contained within the limits of my body. My body is contained within the limitlessness of my soul. Now I'm always at the beginning. I have a reset button and I ride that button constantly. Once that button is functioning in your life, there's no story that the mind could create that will be as compelling. The imagination is always manufacturing scenarios, both good and bad, and the ego tries to keep you trapped in the multiplex of the mind. Our eyes are not viewers, they're also projectors that are running a second story over the picture that we see in front of us all the time. Fear is writing that script, and the working title is, I'll never be enough. How tricky is this ego that it would tempt us with the promise of something we already possess? Relax and dream up a good life. The energy that surrounds Jesus is electric. I don't know if Jesus is real. I don't know if he lived. I don't know what he means, but the paintings of Jesus are really my desire to convey Christ consciousness. I wanted you to have the feeling when you looked in his eyes that he was accepting of who you are. I wanted him to be able to stare at you and heal you from the painting. You can find every race in the face of Jesus. And I think that's how every race imagines Jesus. They imagine him as their own.